Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to episode 177. Just for the Knicks fan host by your host, J-A-K-D-I-F. I am not J.K. Rowling. I'm not on that Harry Potter shit right now. Um, I guess I'll save the, the New Year's stuff for later. But um, last night, watching the Bills-Bengals game, you know, what seems to be like a very routine play in football, it turns out, led to DeMar Hamlin, the safety of the Bills. You know, passing out, going to cardiac arrest. And um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really know what was going on. I knew he was hurt. Um, I didn't know how severe it was. Like, I knew it was bad. But, um, you know, once you find out, like, yo, he might not have a pulse. Yo, he's just standing. That's when you get a little worried, man. Like, you, you know, no medical genius, man. But, like, you know, you've just never seen something like that before. So you don't know really what to expect. But um, that shit was crazy, you know. Um, I know, you know, he's in the hospital right now. He's going through the motions and running tests on him. He's he's alive, and you know, let's hope for the best moving forward. Um, I seen a lot of you know support, bro, which is good to see. Uh, just. The way the world, you know, rallied and unified and, and, and just hoping for the best for, for, for Hamlin. Um, it wasn't until today where I guess the smoke clears a little bit and you just think about, um, all right, so what would have happened this, that, and the third? Do they even ever play this game? They said they're not playing this week. Um, they're... I don't know. Like, it's tricky the way... I, I don't know. But, obviously, you prioritize Hamlin's health. We, we want the best for him. We want the best for him. That's a fact. Prayers are out for him. No. Prayers out for, for Hamlin, for sure. Um, you know, I've seen videos of him just being a straight, solid, stand-up dude. And you don't want that to happen to anybody. But when you see, you know, just such a sincere dude doing sincere things, you sort of makes you a bit more emotional, a bit more sad. But um uh, I hope for the best here, man. I don't know what's gonna happen moving forward in terms of this game, but um good thing it ain't my responsibility. Uh, I will say that. But um you know, um dang it's tough. But it's not I also found it all an awkward. I felt like it was they they put you know, the ESPN reporters in the tough predicament to, to talk about this unfortunate situation for like a half an hour. There's only so much they can say. You know, but there's not really much to say and there's only so much you can say, so it's tricky. But um you know, prior to this event happening, this situation happening, um, the Knicks had a game and they won the game. And um, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed watching that game. Um, seeing Julius Randle hoop, Jalen Brunson is back. And, uh, he missed five free throws, but he's back. He played a solid game. And luckily for the Knicks, Devin Booker, damn, bro, Devin Booker wasn't playing, so that definitely helped us out. But that don't mean that was a guaranteed victory for the Knicks. So, and all the Knicks at one point had a thirty-two point lead, and no. And not at one point did I feel comfortable with that lead. Up until it was like about four minutes left, I was like, all right, I think we got this one. 
And that's only because they had like a 24-point lead. If there's anything under 15, best believe I was not going to be comfortable with that lead. But um, Julius Randle did his thing, man. He was hooping as I expected him to do so. But um, Taylor Brunson played well, too. I just couldn't believe he missed all these free throws, uh, to be honest with you. But that's what he did. He missed free throws. You could tell he was getting tight as fuck. Like, how the fuck I keep missing these free throws, man? Um, he played well. Quickly been hooping as well. Personally, it's nice to see Evan Fournier back into the rotation. That's my guy. You know, he made a three-pointer to push the 21-point Nick Reese to 24. I don't know why I felt like that was an important basket, man. You know, this, this, these Knicks leads be very fragile. And so is obtaining momentum. Like, the Knicks have momentum, eight-game winning streak. And then next thing you know, RJ Barrett's hurt. Next thing you know, the ball nine-second lead. A nine-point lead with 25 seconds left. Um, they were up by three with 20 seconds left, lost that game. So it's a fragile league, man. So even though Frank, uh, Fournier hit some couple timely shots against the Rockets too, just to ensure that the Knicks kept that lead. But um, good way to end the year, the Knicks beat the Rockets to put us over 500 and then a good victory against the Suns to get us two games over 500. So we're off that schneid, that five-game losing streak schneid that we was on. Um... Yeah, I'm very happy about that. Um, RJ Barrett still hurt. You see, like, he got the brace on his finger or some shit. He got some tapage on his finger. And I'll just be watching the game, but then you see Cam Reddish on the bench just looking mad sad, bro. I'd be like, damn, bro, because he could definitely utilize him, especially with um, RJ Barrett being out. He could definitely use another wing player on the floor. I feel like McGuire's a great player, but... His minutes, you know, it could definitely use some limiting limiting minutes. I feel like we could definitely use Cam out there for, for his uh, his defense and his offense that he could provide because he gets to the basket the easiest out of all the players on the Knicks. But like I said, it is what it is at this point. But that game against the Rockets, the way that Rockets game started, I was like, fuck, here we go again, man. We're about to end this season on the final line at the Rockets, about to pick up this W that they really don't need. But um, the next time, got a grip and tighten shit up, man. Got that shit together. Randall got active. Quickly played great. Quickly been playing great since, I guess, since RJ got hurt. You know, he had a decent stretch before that, too, when they lost to the Bulls and shit. You know, he had some, a, great, a, great streak, a great streak of games. And now the question is, can he keep it moving? Can he keep it going? You know what I'm saying? So, uh you know, his, his name's been brought on the trade block, and so has Obi Toppin. I don't know how true it is or whose idea it is, but it's been floating out there. But um, Donovan Mitchell has 71 points against the Bulls. Uh, the Bulls had a 21-point lead, and um, they gave that game away. The Bulls gave that game away. And you're up 21 and you lose, that means you get the game away. So that means the Knicks definitely have game away, gave some games away this year either. Also, not either, but Knicks also have games, given some games away. Um, on top of that, you know, Mitch scored 71, and obviously, you know, Mitch is supposed to come to the Knicks. We live in New York, so even though the Knicks are 20 and 18 and the Cavaliers think they want like four or five more games, it's, it's an automatic L for the Knicks since he has 71. But, I mean, hats off to Mitchell, man, 71. He was open. He was hooping. He watched the highlights. This man was not playing. I mean, he was playing, but figuratively, he was not playing. Like, he was with the shits, man. He was with the shits. 
And he made sure he got that 70. Once he had 66, I started looking at the box score. I wasn't watching the game. And, oh, he got 69. And he had 71. And, like, the crazy thing is, the last three 70-point games have been all by the 13th pick of the respective draft. So, like, Booker had 71, 70. Um, Kobe had 81. And now... And I'm a guy here, man. D. Mitchell. So, all three 13 picks. All three were 70-point games. And I know the Cavs are like, yeah, I'm glad we traded for him. I'm definitely not, not mad at that. But um, the Bulls, man. The Bulls have been in some real close games, just like the Knicks, man. I think that might be an NBA thing. I keep thinking the Knicks are just the only one in close games and giving them away. But it turns out it might be an NBA thing, man. I don't know yet. Um, because I have New Year's. Happy fucking New Year. Uh, Knicks won the last game of 2022. Won the first game of 2023, man. We all good way to start the year. Good way to end the year. And a good way to start the year. W. That's what I expected. Another positive situation is the Knicks. I mean, the Giants clinched the playoff spot after beating the Colts like 38-10. to 10. It was a smackdown. And uh, something funny did happen. I'm going to apologize, but... <coughs> There's a good chance that Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau, the Giants, definitely uh, sacked the shot of Nick Foles and either cracked his ribs or hurt his ribs. He did some shit, but he wasn't really that aware of, of Nick Foles being hurt, and he was doing the Snow Angels right next to him. And I'm just like, yo, I couldn't really tell what was going on with Nick Foles. I saw his hand moving, but... I'm like, there's no way he's doing that shit. And Thibodeau was still doing it. And then uh, once Nick Foles got carted up and left the arena, I was like, damn, he got hurt. But that shit was tight funny. Because uh, we know Nick Foles was going to be all right. But obviously what wasn't funny was what transpired in that Bills. Um, Bills and Bengals game was not funny. But at the end of the day, you know, what we can do is hope for the best. Uh what has transpired in Buffalo. I mean, in, in Cincinnati, but the team is in Buffalo. And Hamlin's in Cincinnati, you know, getting some more reports done. Uh, it was a very rare situation. What occurred is something very, like, not common at all. And it's, it's something similar to that has happened in hockey. It has happened in soccer as well. I think both players were alive and fine. And I believe the hockey player put at least another 12 years in, in NHL, so... You know, there's a lot of at least positive, potential positive news. And once we hear it uh, from, I guess, the University Hospital of Cincinnati. Uh, but there is good good thing that we've seen some positive examples of people succeeding and, and living life you know, after a situation that he similarly, you know, just went through. So that's great to hear, man. But you know, now that I think about it, like 20... We're in 2023, and that's a few days ago. We're in 2022. Um, I find it crazy. Like, dude, where is this time going? I'm trying to make the most of it. I I, I wake up every day, and I'm extremely grateful. But I said, whoa, bro, we're in 2023. How the fuck? Just don't even make sense. But at the same time, it does, man. You know, I got more to talk about, but it just it just feels weirder and weirder. I keep coming back to the, to the player on the field, the safety of the field, the Hamlin. So it just makes me feel weird when I when I, I divert or change the topic and my mind comes back to that. It's not allowing me to be my usual, usual me, man. So I hope 
he has a smooth recovery and is alive and well and able to, you know, do everything that his mind and heart desire. And um, overall, like I said, the Knicks won yesterday and beat the um, Rockets, so that was, that's great. But uh, I'll just keep it at this for now. Episode 177, that's another Knicks fan. I'm going to holler at y'all. That'll be good.